0: Greetings and welcome once again to the Java crew podcast. I'm your host. You know, I don't understand a lot about blockchain I know a little bit about it, but there's a Denver company called Bex 360 and they're trying to make like mobile apps and stuff But they're gonna to try to link blockchains Like they did kind with the Bitcoin rise to help what they call upstream supply chains To help the little guy out in the field picking coffee somehow this is gonna work out and and I'm, I'm I'd like to see how this works now they say it works like this: the firm builds these big sensor lighting machines. What they do, they sort, weigh, and they assess the quality of each coffee cherry picked on a plantation. Now we're talking about each coffee cherry is going to be in this in this logarithm for this blockchain. Now, then the device analyzes and it grades this fruit based on certain conditions like ripeness and, and all this. Now the resulting data, the weight the grade and other specs are made visible to buyers who then bid on the beans so this is almost like looks like selling futures which I've seen some guys I've never done it make big money buying wine futures I mean enough basically to buy a home So what he says he's trying to do is to provide all this data to the farm level like the wine industry. I don't know anything about how they're doing so that the little guy, you know, they used to make a thing Juan Valdez a kind of a commercial, you know, down picking coffee in Columbia or something. Hey, boy, those those people take a hit. They really do way down deep. They're not getting paid right. And if you even follow the money on these so-called free trade and all this stuff, they're still not getting the right amount of money like the American Red Cross. The money still for the hurricane victims and even the money for the uh, when the trade towers were hit, uh, American Red Cross has basically blood on their hands. They have not all the money wasn't used right. Much of it was funneled for uh, administrative expenses. But anyway, let's get get back on the thing here. <coughs> Excuse me. Now, this blockchain thing they're doing it was built by stellar a financial tech venture founded by jed mccallum an uh, entrepreneur whose previous crypto projects have uh, included the ill-fated mr gox bitcoin spelled gox exchange now look because the guy collapses he makes a bitcoin and he bites the dust that doesn't mean he's not smart he, it means he probably knows what to do next time around let me tell you about bitcoin when i we'll get off topic here a little bit We've heard about these different things, futures, about the Bitcoin, and all these things, derivatives. Let's just think you had a Bitcoin. It works like this. You have to bet that, let's say, the Dallas Cowboys are going to win by four points next time they play. And at least one game has to be tied at halftime anywhere that weekend. You might say, well, geez, that's like gambling. That's based upon real murky fuzzy logic. Yeah. That's kind of—I've taken a pretty deep teaching on this stuff. That's the easiest way I can tell you. It's—it's a, it's a snake's, a viper's den of logarithms, and it's—it's uh, it's a good way to lose your shirt. <clears throat> but anyway. This guy here with these uh, uh, this Brex 360 says they're able to conduct cheap, instant cross-border trades quickly, uh, which is an advantage for the global industry of these poor guys picking this coffee, and the ladies too, both of them. And the original farmer doesn't capture the attention, they say, of the value-added beans. Now, I'm, I'm seeing it now. When the guy picks that real nice, he gets into some good beans. I used to pick berries as a kid. Uh, you know, in the summer. All of a sudden, boy, all of a sudden you get into a real nice area there for about eight or ten feet down that row. Man, the berries are ripe. The sun must have hit just right. Succulent, big. You're filling your tray quick. Apparently, as that guy's picking those things, this is going to almost like uh, this uh, Gen 5 web stuff. It's going to upload all this called coffee tokens, and the people can bid on those beans right now, and the guy gets his money. That's great. Oh, oh, except it says here that United States Department of Agriculture is involved. So we'll just have to see what happens. Also, now it says the blockchain is going to be in partnership with IBM. Now that's another step down the stairs. Anytime you get massive corporate, oh, and that says time will tell if Vex's coffee chain will catch on. That's something to ponder on next Starbucks while you're visiting, waiting for your morning jolt. This is a fantastic article here. Uh, I wish we had a little bit more time to explore it. If anybody out there has ever made any money with blockchain transactions, I never have. Actually, I was scared of it. A couple people bit the dust on what they call a Bitcoin wallet. The thing went gunny sack. Couldn't get the password, and a couple people lost, uh, you know, some money. Well, peace to all of you. Thanks for stopping by. Always a pleasure talking to you at Java Crew. And until next time, uh, drink away. Bye now. Greetings and welcome to the Java Crew podcast. I'm your host you know the mainstream media i've noticed more and more often is reporting coffee in conjunction with either a misdeed a robbery or a lawsuit i've just i this is the third one i'm going to just report on one not all three of them this talks about these people uh, uh leon medical center who was running kind of a shaky thing in florida they would get cuban coffee and guava pastries and lure in a whole bunch of these people uh, what, what, they call, um, the culturally attuned it, amenities, which that's kind of Cubanese, I guess. They'd get him in there and they'd say, we're going to work on your eyes. We're going to perform some cataract surgery. Well, this one guy out of, out of working like on 19 people, he injured the eyes of six people. And this guy who brought the lawsuit after drinking the Cuban coffee and being pampered, uh, they, they injected the wrong kind of, like a topical steroid, it's supposed to be rubbed on the eye. They injected it in his eye. And then the, uh, this medical center leon medical center says, well that that wasn't one of our doctors so we're not going to pay the lawsuit well the judge jumped right down on that and corrected that the old man can't walk now uh so anyway i've just noticed here i don't know if this is something the press is just just a trend of why coffees be mentioned more than ever before with misdeeds we'll keep an eye on it well next up one more we've got uh, dr dennis charney here he's the guy that's, as a scientist he studied trauma victims Then he became one. He's a gentleman who was studying veterans, how the the PTSD and the problems and things they had, and a fellow doctor pulled a shotgun, tried to execute him. That didn't work. And so during this write-up, which I'll spare you, they talked about he was drinking iced coffee at the time. I just, again, the coffee is, uh, you can read it if you want, Google it. The guy's name is spelled C-H-A-R-N-E-Y. Let's find something better than this. Okay, let's go on back to that one about Dubai, about the world's most expensive coffee. I just covered it a little bit. Apparently, some people are interested in it. Now, the coffee shop in Dubai, this stuff is going to cost you $68 for one small cup of it, just to sample it. And uh, this is called a 601 experience. And to get this stuff, there's not much of this coffee around. There's only 45 kilograms of coffee on earth of this stuff. And what they have to go to the actual highest vo- active volcano called Volcan Baru. I've heard of that by, maybe it was in Panama or Peru or somewhere. They send some guys up there and there's not a lot of coffee up and there's very, very top part of that, that volcano. Now, the beans have set a record a record high score at the at the last tasting competition and uh, it sells for $1,324 for one kilogram at the auction to get this stuff. Now, if you want to kick it up, instead of $68, you want to come up with $149 Hey, so much the better. You get to not only drink that cup of coffee, but take home a measly fifteen grams of the of the roasted coffee on site. Now they say that the market is hungry for this. People can't—they're saying, "Hey, we're, who knows? Get some more of this. We'll pay it." So this just goes to tell you, like that three and four hundred dollar an ounce perfume that became a fad here a while back. We'll see just how far this coffee can go before it tops out if you don't remember the old vacuum brewing coffee pots back in the 1840s let me read them to you real quick here other coffee brewing devices became popular throughout the 19th century including various machines using the vacuum principle now the napier vacuum machine invented back in the 1840s was an example of this type it was generally considered too complex for everyday use at somebody's home however it actually produced a clear brew a clear beverage and was popular up until the middle of the 20th century. Now, the principle was of the vacuum brewer was to heat water in a lower vessel until expansion forced the contents through a narrow tube into an upper vessel containing ground coffee. Now, when the lower vessel was empty and sufficient brewing time had elapsed, the heat was removed, and the resulting vacuum would draw the brewed coffee back through a strainer again back into a lower chamber. Now, this wasn't easy to do. It was called, it was called a balanced siphon. And you know, it, it takes a full-time guy to run this thing. I've never had this coffee. I tried to make some once, uh, I think it was a bicycle pump deal or some way to try and make a siphon. You, it, it was a, it was not a success, but that's what's called the a vacuum brewer. If you're ever curious. Hey, Lord bless. Take care. Uh, you know what? We're getting more and more coffee stuff coming in here than I can keep up with. So I'm just going to take the highlights and report that. And that's going to be it. Nice talking to talking all of you on the uh, Anchor Podcast. This is Java Crew out for now. Greetings and welcome once again to Java Crew here on the Anchor Podcast. You know, every once in a while you look at some things, and there's uh, there's a gospel influence here, of course, but this is one uh, I'm a little bit bemused. It's a series of biblically themed things you buy that great coffee. The theme of coffee and worshiping the Lord or making a purchase. For instance, uh, some of this, you know, coffee cups, is, one guy's got these leather sleeves that fit over, they have Bible verses on them that fit over the outside of coffee cups. So, you know, it's fine. Uh, First Thessalonians talks about, you know, uh, what does it say here? May the master pour on the love and fill our lives. Instead of lives, they have a coffee cup here. Another one, like purgatory, which is, by the way, some of the new Bibles. Uh, don't have damnation in it and things like that. But purgatory, they spell the name to purgatory, and they make a Christian coffee cup that says purgatory that's holding to get the coffee instead of talking about the biblical thing about uh, the place of damnation. Uh, I mean, this, this thing, I just, uh, you almost want to cry. One that says drink coffee and re- read your Bible, the guy's got a thing that comes around a deal. Now, here's one. We don't want to be offensive to anyone out there, but... You have Palestinians, you have Hebrews, you have Israelis, you have different Egyptians. Well they take the word Hebrews and they may they make it the word Hebrews, like he god brews coffee. They're putting it around a, a, and selling an eight week Bible study program out of it. Uh, that you know, I'm not gonna worry about being offensive, but you know, that, that might not sell real good. Uh, then they've got a guy here who's got this thing that it drops down and it says, I love Jesus. A latte, like a, a latte uh, coffee, and then on the outside, he has the, the steam of the coffee cup comes up to a heart shape. <laughs> I mean, it, it's it's just uh, I want to be careful. Look, i uh, uh, fine. Uh, another one I run on coffee and grace. Now, uh, this guy has an aroma thing stacked up when you come in. I think this one's my favorite this is right out of the 60s hippie manufacturer a guy's got some raw wood and a piece of white chalk and a good artwork it says it has a coffee cup with a heart on it and uh, it says all I need today is a little bit of coffee and a whole lot of Jesus well at least he's not selling anything it's not like you're buying the deal like on the the coffee cups the or the Hebrews uh, (laughs) Bible study there well now they have some. They're mixing some scriptures here, like like pour out your heart like water, and the water's like the the, the Lord. Uh, here's another guy. He's got a, one of these leather, uh, these leather coffee uh, holders. It slips. It's like the one that they have at Starbucks. It slips on the outside to keep you from burning. It's the same color. It looks like real good workmanship. Uh, see, the thing about leather is, you can get stuff in leather, and uh, we won't worry about that. Here's another one. Holy grounds. We've heard that before, like coffee shops. This is something here. A guy has a cup. My cup overflows. He's got some piping hot coffee on the cup. Uh, Psalms 23.5. You know, some of these can be inspiring. I'm just saying a couple of them kind of made me laugh. Um, a guy tells you that you need to prepare your table before your cup runneth over. Uh, somebody could spill some coffee on this thing, and it's, you know. Uh, now we're getting to some things that are a little bit not so very good here. So they're getting off the... Now they're going to some different area. One says, coffee gets me started, but God keeps me going as he drinks down to the rings on this coffee cup. And uh, do this in remembrance of me. A guy has his coffee and he has a glass of wine there uh, talking about uh, possibly uh, well, the, well the, taking what they call taking the Lord's cup or communion. I don't understand that one. Uh, maybe, I, maybe I didn't read that right. There, maybe it's just, it's not coffee. It is just wine only without coffee. Um, here's one. Here says, "Those who hunger and thirst for righteousness are blessed, for they will be filled." The guy's got a coffee cup, the verses, and then behind there, there's a coffee pot with some. I guess you help yourself. Called coffee scripture Sunday. You go out there and you go to this coffee shop and get your stuff, folks. I think that's about it for now. I just want to share that with you. It's kind of a lighthearted day. Uh, Some good artwork and some of this stuff, and some of them. I mean, uh, Jesus had to drive the merchants out of the temple. Don't forget. Yeah, I don't think he was. He did turn the other cheek, but it takes a real man to take a whip and to drive the Goldman Sachs merchants out of the temple. And maybe some of these coffee shop guys don't realize it, but when you're merchandising stuff like that, maybe there's a line you cross, maybe there's not. Anyway, I hope you had some fun with this stuff. Take care. God bless all of you. And hey, don't forget, Jesus really is Lord, and there's a reason he drove people out of that temple. God bless you all, and bye for now.